hello 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 guys hello healthy and whole marriages family we are here just to chat with you all as usual and as usual before we get started we are going to begin with prayer but i did want to inform you that tonight's topic today's topic this afternoon's topic of course whenever you're able to chime in with us and get a listen we are grateful, but the topic for this session is boundaries, and we will begin with prayer. Father God, we thank you, we praise you, we bless your name, God, for another opportunity to come before your people tonight. God, we pray that you will lead and guide us, help us to just be in tune with you tonight. God, we welcome you into the room, pray that this time together tonight will be informative, oh God, that couples even... You'll give us insight even into our marriage, oh God. We're not exempt from these words tonight. Just that we will go away empowered and blessed because of you. It's in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Definitely what he just said is that that's definitely from our heart. We want you guys to be encouraged in your lives individually and collectively as a married couple. And that is our prayer as we are being encouraged by these topics and the enlightenment that and insight that God is revealing to us as well. But we're doing all this talking and just in case it's your first time, we are Damia and Seth, Seth and Damia Roth, the names, and we'll only say the names of course because you can't see our faces, but the names behind Healthy and Whole Marriage Conferences Incorporated. Please visit us at www.healthyandwholemarriages.com. Sometimes it's under construction, but stick with us. We have great things coming forth, as well as visiting us on our social media platforms. Instagram, The HW Marriage, and Facebook, Healthy and Whole Marriages. You will always get some great information that will encourage you, and we're confident in that on your marital journey. And we are grateful that you're joining us on your marital journey during this podcast. And we will begin with the topic of boundaries. I kind of sprung this one on, Seth. And so boundaries were coming from the direction of what it sounds like, pretty much, right? Setting up some type of line, some type of guardrail, some type of... um, What's another word for boundaries? How about we just go with the basic definition of that for you, okay? Um, Because we want to make sure that we are all in one accord and understanding what we're talking about, where we're coming from, some type of border, dividing line, some type of line that marks the limits of an area or a dividing line. That comes from the Oxford American Dictionary or the New Oxford American Dictionary. So we're going to go from that generalized topic, that simple topic, and we're hoping we won't be before you long, but every time we do that and hope that um, the insight that we're given from Holy Spirit and the scriptures just keeps us going. So from that direction, when I speak of boundaries and those lines and that um, line that we just discussed and you heard in the, the definition as it relates to marriage, do you have a boundary line? Are boundary lines important? Are they something that you should consider even? And this comes at an interesting time, I guess, to the extent that 
we just enjoyed a beautiful ceremony of our oldest niece um, getting married. And that was over the weekend, obviously. And it was a beautiful, beautiful ceremony. And of course, it made us think of our own wedding in our time. We're 15 years in, or it definitely did for me. But we're 15 years in at this point, and she was getting married at the age that we got married. Like, literally, the same age we got married. And it was interesting because, you know, I had to let her know that she called us old, like, just 10 years ago. And here she is the same age. But, nevertheless, um, thinking back on that time and being, you know, just excited about what was coming forth and looking forward to our future we actually I recall that we actually set boundaries or at least one boundary in our marriage that we didn't even know would be considered a boundary we didn't have it as a definition um and just coming from a personal side we'll go with that and then get more in depth a little bit about the scriptures that are relative to the topic and I will stop after this and let Seth jump in but one of our boundaries that we set up early on in our marriage was related to Seth's job now he has been in hotel hospitality management for a little bit about as long as we've been together so it's been about 25 years and we learned very quickly in the area that he's in and the positions that he holds. When you think about it, most of the people that are in hotels and in hotel hospitality, they are primarily females, the gender of females. This wasn't something that had crossed our minds when we were married and um, it wasn't even a concern to be honest. The, the truth of the matter was that when he got into the management part of it, he's worked diligently in like every department and aspect of it practically. So connoisseur, expert, all of that in this particular industry. But the goal was not to stay in any of those positions. It was to eventually become a general manager and all of those things. So when that opportunity came along, recognizing that there are primarily females that are working for him, subordinates, employees, if you will, and just co-workers even, it was essential that when he would meet with certain, with any of them, keep your door open, keep it cracked in some shape, form, or fashion, or have another female in the office. Because most of the time, you were like the only one back there, right? Yes. And so, for me, that was a request, I'll be honest, on my part. And again, it wasn't a matter of trust issues. For me, it was a matter of protection for our livelihood and our family. I did not want him to be accused of something that he wasn't doing. You know, a lot of times we get in certain positions and um, I'm, I'm a part of the Me Too movement. I fully understand, fully abreast, but also there's a Bible verse. Do not let your good be evil spoken of. And so for me, it was important that he would protect himself 
by being in the best position to fully be able to do his job without being in a position of compromising that job in any shape, form, or fashion, whether he was aware of it or not, you know, and couldn't be accused of doing so. So whenever some someone needed to be reprimanded or there was a write-up or anything like that, it was okay. Make sure someone else was in there or the doors open when it's being it's it's taking place. And if it's a private conversation, any of that stuff, because you know, when people get upset sometimes even then accusations can fly about that are not true. And that's why for me that request was made without even knowing it was a boundary as it related to our marriage. So I'll stop there for now. Anything from you? Not particularly. I I agree with uh, setting that one boundary. I, I think definitely that particular boundary had a lot to do with just the legality of just working with females too um, and not wanting to be in a state where I was accused of something that I didn't do but also just the integrity aspect of managing people Um, and I think you have to take that same thought into your relationship whenever you feel as though there is a breakdown and whether that's communication whether that's intimacy whether that's career that you sit down and a thought comes out of where can we get to a point where this could be better and it could possibly be a boundary uh, well, that you can set I interrupt in place. you though real quick because I think this is the important part of your response as sure. well that wasn't thrown out there do you feel boundaries are important for a relationship they're definitely important for a relationship whether they're known or unknown because it not only holds you to a certain sense of responsibility, but it it helps you to put your spouse first. And I think that part of it is paramount in any relationship that you're thinking about your spouse before you're thinking about yourself. So that comes to whatever compromise, uh, whatever compromise that you all have to come to to ensure that the relationship continues to grow that's what you need to do absolutely and I agree because the boundaries not only set a standard or uh, what'd you say what'd you call it is that what the term you use I believe they set a standard and you know some people have discomfort with that oh you're not going to tell me what to do because yeah. Seth could have very well said that right and and been in total disagreement But the truth of the matter is, once you become one, you are working towards something more than just about you and together. And you are being held accountable to one another. And in that respect, if your marriage means anything to you, then you're going to protect it at all costs. Anything that is important to you. You may put, um, they used to have, and they probably still have, these covers for your cars if you don't have a garage. You put your your car in your garage to protect it from not only the wind, but possibly thefts and damage of any other kind, right? You protect, shucks, your money. You put it in a wallet or you put it in a purse, 
Listen, we protect everything of value. Everything of value. And so you set boundaries. And that's basically what it is. You set some type of standard to ensure that what's important to you is going to be protected and upheld. That temporary discomfort that some people have, they don't even think of it as temporary, of being held accountable, of setting boundaries, is for the long haul. A lifetime of security and stability and shucks privilege and pleasure of a a life together with someone that you vow to be with and love for the rest of your life so boundaries are definitely important they're not you know I, I, I don't even find them necessarily discomfort I mean uncomfortable they can be initially but again it's very short lived the point of the matter is we have to be vigilant we have to be concerned we have to be accountable we have to show our spouse that we are or our spouses excuse me that we are holding them as a priority and not only them but the marriage as a priority the bible speaks and you guys have heard this particular excuse me verse about the enemy walks around like a lion lion looking for whom he can devour You have to be vigilant. You have to be prayed up. You have to be in a position of setting boundaries that you guys are on one accord about so that you can protect yourself from that lion, so that you can protect yourself, not the lion, excuse me, from the enemy acting like a lion, from the enemy beating on his chest and making you afraid of certain things where you're like, I already got the gate up. So what are you beating your chest for? We're good. We're protected. Um, just jump in whenever because yeah, I have several I think, verses to go Well, I, I think that's so very important that you don't allow the boundaries to dictate to you that you're being controlled or that this is a negative thing for the relationship. So I believe when setting boundaries, it's it's all about the way it's communicated. Uh, so there needs to be openness for both sides and I don't think uh, that you should set boundaries just because one person let's say for instance that we just spoke about Mm -hmm. my career well you have a boundaries and when people come to your office you know this particular boundary well let me set a boundary for you Mm -hmm. when people come into your office you need to do this well I believe whatever setting that particular boundary to protect your marriage whatever extent that is uh, that there needs to be communication that will focus on enhancing the relationship and of course Proverbs 15 and 1 tells us a soft answer turns away wrath but a harsh word stirs up anger Um, and the way that we present these boundaries need to be put in a respectable way not to Mm -hmm. tear our relationship down but again as you spoke about as we come together as one, that we want to make sure that our relationship thrive. And if you think that the adversary is not against your marriage, just keep on being married because things come up, things will come up in a relationship that you will have to deal with. And the sooner that you can come with boundaries that are 
acceptable for the relationship and yes. of building for the relationship, the better off you're going to be in that relationship. Right. It's important that each of us carry our own load with that. Um, of course, Galatians 6 and 5 tells us that that each will have their own load to bear. But it's in that thought that comes with that we are one, that we are one flesh, that we are joined together, that that individuality has to come together for the relationship to be what is best for the relationship so it can continue to thrive. Relationships will go through turmoil. They will go through ups and downs and how you handle the valleys in the relationships uh, to me really determines how those peaks will continue to thrive in your relationship. So this is one way I would say uh, for you to prepare your marriage for to come. Uh, Times may be wonderful now, but if you put healthy boundaries in place tonight, today, it will help your relationship when those tough times come that you are all are able to talk about it in a respectable way. Absolutely. And of course, so I was going to bring up a few verses and I, I can actually I'm going to bring up those verses and then um, piggyback off what Steph was saying. You have limitations. Mm-hmm. Actually, before I go into limitations, we're also familiar with this particular verse because we like to bring this verse in when we think of boundaries and we think of um, sexual infidelity. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So that's, of course, from 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. Another one. Lamentations 3, 22 through 23. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. That goes along with the last one to me, because he is going to ensure that we're protected. He's going to ensure that we're not overtaken by anything other than his great love. That he's not, we're not going to just be hanging out there to dry in the midst of temptation and not have a way out. That he's going to consistently look out for us. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. Proverbs 4, 23 through 27. And lastly, for my scriptures... Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. 1 Peter 5 and 8. Don't, I mean, our pastor, one of our pastors actually spoke about this or referred to this particular scripture earlier today saying we miss the part that says like a roaring lion. Like a roaring lion. Not a lion, but like a roaring lion. Pretending to be something that he's not. Pretending to be so big and courageous and brave and ruler of everything, right? In the jungle, in the world. But he's not. That's what God is. That's what Jesus is here for. So he's faking it. 
we cannot be consumed by that trick. We cannot be consumed by the way things look. And when we talk about boundaries, don't be confused by the fact that boundaries don't just apply to infidelity or sex or um, the opposite sex communication in your marriage. That could be a financial boundary and you're being tempted to spend. You're being tempted by gambling. You're being tempted by drinking and it becomes too much drinking. He's providing a way out consistently in every aspect. He's not letting you go to the bar and saying, okay, go to the bar and hang out with friends and casually drinking after a while. You can't get up from the bar. You can't get up from the table. You can't leave that casual um, conversation with the opposite sex at a restaurant or at the in the office party or in the office. And after a while, those casual conversations become a little more intimate and a little more intimate. And then the door starts to close. And then you start to communicate things you're not communicating with your spouse. And then you feel this oneness with this person that you don't feel with your spouse. God always makes a way of escape. And if you start off setting boundaries, okay, love, this is how I feel about finances. This is what we are going to comfortably spend each month because we have these bills. That's a boundary. This is how I feel about opposite sex friends. And I don't mind you having them if I'm around. I don't mind you talking to them. Okay, I don't have to be around, but I need to be aware. They have to know who I am. They have to meet me. Whatever aspect of your relationship, if you set boundaries, it's like um, the old adage and actually quote, I can't tell you who quoted it, but if you fail to plan, you you plan to fail. And I think that's, we can speak to that as being true in, in marriage and in that if you're not focused on those things that can become obstacles and hurdles, I mean, at least start with the topics that are often found to be detrimental in marriages and leading to divorce, communication, finances, intimacy. If you start with those areas and say, let's just set up a few of the boundaries and make sure that we're okay to start with. And then as things come, if we need to loosen this particular area and remove these boundaries or add an additional boundary because we crossed a hurdle we weren't expecting, then do that. But if it's ultimately it's for the sanctity and preservation of your marriage. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's all you have? You didn't no, have that was good because I was thinking... Uh, as we talked about boundaries, of course, uh, we talked about the start of our relationship. Even if you're you know, 15, 20 years in and you've never really talked about boundaries, mm-hmm. time or two, you probably had boundaries, didn't know what they were, mm-hmm. right? You didn't call them that. But it's important to start early on that because you don't want to derail your relationship because healthy boundaries weren't in place definitely want to make certain that you keep those line of communications open when it comes to those things. Again, that helps to avoid the the misunderstanding of it. And then, you know, just take the, the eye out of it. Like, I need you to do this and you need to do that. That type of conversation mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. or you need to stop talking to guys when I'm not around. Or I don't do that, so you shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. That type of stuff only stirs up wrath in the relationship. Mm-hmm. 
and you're going to get further and further away from healthy boundaries that way. And so to me, uh, it's, it's important that you just speak with that, that, that tongue that will say, you know what, I'm just going to be gentle towards this because the, I think relationships or couples or marriage marriages, we, we get confused that we're really on the same team. Mm -hmm. Like to me, it's, it's so important to realize that we want us to win. That's why we, we got marriage and for better or for worse, Richard for poor sickness and health and we've gone through hell and high water and unemployment and this and that. We, we go through these things because we want our marriages to win. And if it's one boundary that's going to say, save our marriage, why not? Why not say, okay, if we're not doing this particular thing, um, I know it may be a little strange in the beginning for you not to do it. However, this will build our relationship. And I also feel that it puts confidence in that relationship to say, okay, you said you weren't going to do this. Um, thank you for not doing it and, and showing that mm-hmm. that openness regarding it and, and thanking your spouse. But then furthering that, say, talk about how you felt with that boundary. If it's something that was offensive to you, be willing to approach that that murky water sometimes, if you will, mm-hmm. and just go ahead and get it out and say, you know what? I, I don't think I should not talk to all women mm-hmm. as, the, as a man. Maybe there is some compromise in that particular conversation, but Seth, I just want our relationship to be covered. Mm-hmm. And I know if you never talk to women, it won't be an issue. Well, we know at times it's it's hard to give those ultimatums and it only puts us on the defense as partners in our relationship. And when we're on the defense, uh, to me, you're not fully committed to what's being asked of you. Right. So just wanted to put that part over there. And since you said ultimatums okay that's not where we're going with boundaries Mm -hmm. because ultimatums are a demand and if you're demanding things you're not having a conversation and boundaries are to be set by conversation Mm -hmm. both of you sitting down and discussing what you feel is going to work best for your marriage together an ultimatum is some one person making the decision for the marriage as a whole, the couple as a whole. That should not not be the case. That's not healthy. That's not whole unless you guys have just agreed upon that, right? Not only that, that's not a boundary. That's dictatorship. Exactly. And that's not a marriage. (laughs) So that's not what you got into this for. That's not what this was supposed to be about. And eventually somebody's going to resent someone else. Absolutely. You want, as Seth was going towards, which is what I love, is that to set a boundary, and I, I got these points from pretty much what he said and kind of what we've said thus far. To set uh-huh. boundaries, there must be respect. Speak yeah. with respect. There must be a conversation, a discussion. Remember, you're on the same team. Yeah. Do y'all need me to do this in one, two, three, four? Hey, you, you doing? Remember, you're on the same team. 
have a discussion so that you're on one accord. Remember that you're on the same team. Speak with respect to one another and communicate all boundaries, the obvious and the not obvious ones. I could have just assumed not to even say anything to Seth about the keep the door open and just assume, well, he knows what to do. It's a bunch of females. I'm his wife. Um, they have a, a human resources department and a, a handbook that says inappropriate this, that, and the other. So, you know, as a man who's just getting married, he should know and this and the other. And eventually something comes up and he's like, but I didn't do anything. And I'm looking like, well, why was your door closed? I mean, it would be obvious that you wouldn't close your door and just go off. And I'm in a position now because don't let your good be evil spoken of. I'm looking at him sideways because you did have your door closed. And why? That looks inappropriate. Why would you do that? That doesn't even make me comfortable. You know, so you can fall into all of these type of traps that you could have avoided at the onset. If you haven't set your boundaries now, trust me, you're going to have situations that are going to wake up certain areas of your life, of your marriage together, that you're going to be like, we need to set boundaries. And you don't want to be in a position where boundaries are crossed before you had a chance to discuss them. You want to be in a position where you've discussed on one accord all that you can imagine at the onset so that later you're prepared. You do not want to be in a position where you're not prepared. And a team who has not prepared for their opponents is likely not going to come out on the winning side. So come together on one accord to ensure that because once your boundaries are set, you're in a position where you feel confident, as Seth already said, and you feel secure in what you have, that what you have is protected and it's yours once you set those boundaries up. I think we tapped on everything. I don't, I apologize. I kept saying um, that last scripture without giving you guys a verse on it. And I will try. What was the last scripture? I just drew a blank that fast. Um, we'll, we'll put it in the Let not your good be evil okay. spoken of. So we'll try to put that in the the um, title or somewhere in so that you guys can refer back to it. But you can always go into the Bible, Bible app, or Google it, and it will pop right up for you. We appreciate you, just as always, and pray that what we've said tonight has been an encouragement to you in some shape, form, or fashion, individually and as a couple. Make sure, if you like this, to notify your phone to um, let you know so that you will be abreast of whenever we drop new podcasts, new posts each week. And they do come on Sundays. Um, Like, share, follow, all the good things so that we can be sure that you are also getting what you need and we know that we're providing what you're asking for. As always, we appreciate you allowing us to be a part of your marital journey and for um, including us in not only your marital journey, but in, in joining us on ours as well as we traverse this journey as one couple. The way we, excuse me, I'm sounding all flustered. Seth is trying to communicate something to me. I was trying to, to make certain time. 
those points that you said at the very end. You said I brought them out. I can't remember what I said. Okay. What just do you want to do with the points? Well, I just wanted to make certain I pray specifically for those things. That's it. Okay. So the points are in this area with respect, boundaries, respect, safety, security, same team, communicating Perfect. on one accord. Sorry about that, guys. Well, I, um, I will say, I believe that this boundary piece and this is what God was just giving me and that's why I was frantically looking for it is that we must pray specifically what our concerns are what we want God to do let's be intentional in our prayers I want to make certain that I pray for that specifically tonight uh, as we relate to boundaries the things that I spoke out and again these things are coming from my heart and Sometimes I, I say them and then I forget them. And Damien is right on it and taking those notes. So uh, thank you for allowing me to do that. And I want to make certain to just say it again. Be intentional in your prayer. If you see something specific going on in your relationship, uh, you're, you're trying this boundary of peace for the first time and you're seeing a breakdown. Be specific in what you want God to do and pray together. Pray together. Absolutely. And with that said... And I think it's a great segue for us to pray together now in wrapping up this particular session. We are so grateful once again for you taking the time to listen to us and include us on your journey as we have included uh, you guys on ours. Father God, we thank you. Hallelujah. We're praising you. We bless your name for all that you've done and all that you're doing. God, we just appreciate this time that we've come together and we pray that something that was said, something that was heard will encourage others to have a healthier, whole relationship. And God, we appreciate you for boundaries. And God, we pray tonight, today, whenever they will listen to this, oh God, that they will speak with respect to one another as they begin to set these boundaries, that they remember that they're on the same team, oh God, and that their common goal is for them to be successful in their relationship. Lord, I pray that they will communicate effectively, oh God, that those words will be words that will be soft, that those angry things and those upset things will not turn these type of conversations off, oh God. Lord, we need healthy boundaries in order for our relationships to work. Whether they're known or unknown, oh God, we need them in order for us to be the relationship that we need to be. God, do it for your glory tonight. And we just give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise for all that you're doing in and within healthy and whole marriages conferences, oh God. Lord, we pray that you will continue to provide the avenue that we will be able to speak to others, oh God, and that they may go away changed. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. And until next time, be healthy. Be whole. Be blessed, blessed is, is our, our prayer. prayer. For each of you, have a wonderful week.